At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the New York City Cast with Will Hill, presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome to the New York City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. A Tuesday show for you today. Ryan Rothstein of the Philadelphia City Cast is going to join us. We'll do a little crossover, talk a little bit of everything, NCAA tournament some baseball as we're a couple weeks away here from opening day talk a little nba uh he's got some mvp and some futures in college basketball that we want to talk about so uh we'll kind of go around the dial there with ryan here in a couple of minutes uh but we'll start here with the local lines prevented by bet river sportsbook go to betrivers.com download their app uh the rangers and the devils in action tonight taking on each other actually uh rangers minus 150 at Bet Rivers total is six. Uh, some of the sharper hockey players that I know actually are on the Devils tonight at plus what 140. So uh, Devils there is interesting. Might might want to sprinkle a little a little plus money on the Devils. The Knicks are in action, hosting the Hawks. Randall is out. Hawks are minus three and a half here at Bet River Sportsbook. Uh, total 226 and a half. Atlanta is. Clinging, I shouldn't say clinging. They are the 10 seed. Got a chance to move up to nine. Disappointing season. Uh, obviously, you know, they were in the conference finals last year. 2-2 in the conference finals. Uh, and I think they had game five. Uh, game five was at Milwaukee. Game six was at home. Remember, no Giannis. So pretty much they were a coin flip to make the finals last year after game four. Uh, couldn't get it done. And they've really played terribly this year. 35-36 and 36, uh, as they take on a Knicks team that's played hard. They played pretty well lately. Uh, you know, they, they played okay. You know, they had a few wins. They beat the Wizards. Uh, you know, they had that West Coast trip where they covered a million games that they won. You know, uh, beat the Clippers, beat um, it was 
Dallas that Wednesday night a couple weeks ago by 30 on the road. So the Knicks have showed a little life the second half of the year. They're still uh, not going anywhere here, playing out the string. No chance of, of catching the Hawks here. Five games out, so you would need pretty much a miracle here to, to uh, even catch the 10 seed. Not going to happen as the Knicks are... Going to be awaiting some lottery balls here in a couple of what well, a couple of months. What's that? Mid-May usually, where you get the lottery. So maybe the Knicks finally get some luck in the lottery. That's basically the extent of their season, playing out the string. You know, Thibodeau. It's not his nature to lose as many of these games as possible, but that's kind of what you do. You probably you wish that would happen as a fan that they would, you know, kind of bottom out here, get as many ping pong balls as possible, and maybe you know you end up with. Whether it's Smith from Auburn or Holmgren or Banchero or one of these big-time uh, NBA prospects, although Holmgren, if you watch him, he is just so skinny. He's got to worry a little bit. But uh, if you're the Knicks, you know it's just about lottery balls and playing out the string at this point as they take on Atlanta. Uh, like I said, Randall's out, so that moved this line. It was one and a half, two. Now it's all the way up to three and a half. Uh, I would, boy, I, I would actually lean with the Knicks. They're home. They've played pretty hard here. I would actually lean with the Knicks plus the three and a half. Remember, there's some bad blood uh, between these teams. They played in the playoffs last year. There was a lot of trash talking both ways. Knicks fans do not like Trey Young. Trey Young was kind of egging it on, a la Reggie Miller. So maybe you see a little fight out of the Knicks tonight. You're getting three and a half. You know, Randall is out, but look, you got you got a lot of depth if you're the Knicks. You know, you got a bunch of guys you can play. You don't have any studs. You don't have any all stars. Uh, maybe Barrett's an all star in the future, but at least if you're the Knicks, you know, you got the depth where if one guy's out, not going to kill you. So. Uh, I, I would actually lean towards the Knicks plus three and a half last night. We saw last night. Uh, I would actually lean towards the Knicks plus three and a half tonight. I said we saw last night uh, Harden and Embiid were out for Philly. Line went from like one to eight, and then Philly wins the game by, I think, six or seven points. So you never really know in the NBA, um, especially, you know, Randall. It's not like he's LeBron or he's Curry or Durant or something where, you know, his absence makes you incapable of covering a line. So uh, give me the Knicks here. A small bet on the Knicks, plus three and a half. That's at Bet Rivers. Nets are in, uh, Nets are off tonight. They won last night. Good win against Utah. They played well. Uh, it was this podcast two weeks ago, I remember, where Durant had just come back and he played against Miami and they, they played well, but they lost. They, they lost at the end. They had a big lead. Then they played against Boston that Sunday afternoon. Durant played great. Remember, he and Tatum, I think, had 50. Um, and Nets played well again, blew the game, blew the cover, they lost. And at that point, it was that Tuesday where they were going into Charlotte. I said, all right, enough's enough. They lost 17 to 20. It's time to win a game here. At, at some point, you got to win a basketball game. And since then, uh, they killed Charlotte that night. Since then, they've won six of seven. Their only loss was that buzzer beater to Dinwi last Wednesday night. So Nets have kind of gotten their sea legs, sea legs here. They're 38 and 34. Uh, one game ahead of Charlotte here for the eight seed. Again, if you're the eight seed, you only have to win one game to get in the play-in, in, into the main draw of the playoffs. So you got two chances to win one game. So that play-in kind of gets lumped in together. There's a big difference between eight and nine. So I think the Nets will be eight. Now that would put them probably in Toronto, where if you win that, you're in, in the playoffs as a seven seed. If you lose, you got to play another game uh, just to get in. And that would be either against Atlanta or Charlotte, whoever wins that. And if you won that, you'd be the eight. So I think the Nets are going to win one of these two games. Now, it's not ideal. You don't get Kyrie in Toronto. You still don't get Kyrie at home. So it's going to have to be Durant all by himself. But uh, if you've watched Durant recently, if you watch Durant at all, you realize, I mean, we could talk about Embiid and Jokic and Giannis for MVP, and they're all very deserving. There's a ton of great players in the league at the current uh, moment. But Durant's as good as any of them. Durant is as good as any of these guys. Big game, I'd probably take Durant over just about anybody 
uh, right now. He's that good. His shot making is just incredible. So uh, as long as you get here in the eighth seed, you're going to be fine. As long as Durant's healthy, you're going to find your way into the playoffs, whether you beat Toronto, whether you beat Charlotte or Atlanta, you're going to be in the main draw. And we're seeing uh, kind of a cat and mouse game here in the East as these teams, I think Philly, and rightfully so, I think they want no part of the Nets in a first round. All these teams are going to try to probably get themselves out of the two seed. The only problem is you don't know where the Nets are going to be because, like I said, if they beat Toronto in that play and they're the seven, if they lose, then they win the next night, they're the eight. So if you're the one or the two, you can play Brooklyn and you're not going to know that until after the seedings are done. So in order to completely avoid Brooklyn here, you're going to have to drop down to the three or the four, which, okay, you avoid Brooklyn. I get that. I don't want to play Brooklyn either, but what you're doing is you're hurting your odds later on because then you're going to have to play uh, on the road at a future series where you wouldn't have otherwise, unless, of course, the Nets win and, and you meet them. It's, so it's there's a lot of moving parts here, but I do think there's going to be a cat and mouse game here the last couple of weeks where – uh, not that these teams deliberately tank, but hey, they're, they're pretty much going to tank. They're going to rest guys. I think you know, you're seeing that with Embiid and Harden last night. You're going to have teams that say, you know what? You can have the two seed. You can have even the one seed. I'm here at the three. I'm, I'm cool with the three. Give me the Cavs in the first round. Give me the Bulls in the first round. Uh, you know, I want no part of Brooklyn here in the first round. I want no part of Durant. Look, if they beat Milwaukee or whoever, look, I'll deal with them in the second round. I can't manipulate who I'm going to play forever. But all things being equal... Let me play Cleveland in the first round. Let me play the Bulls in the first round. Um, and, and Boston is the other story in the, in the East here. As they just continue to beat the hell out of everybody recently. Uh, Boston was like 20, 25 to 1 to win the division. Like, I don't know, six weeks ago, a month ago, something like that. And they have just soared to the point where it's not impossible. They're the one seed in the whole conference. They got a good chance to win the division. They're now favored to win the division here at Bet Rivers. Uh, as we run down the East. The Heat 47 and 25. The Sixers and Bucks are tied for the two seed 44 and 27. Celtics right there 45 and 28. Bulls have been sliding. They did win last night and they did get Caruso back, but they're 42 and 29. Cavs are the team everybody wants to play. Nice year, but they are not a threat to beat anyone. They are 41 and 31. And then you have the play in mix with the Raptors 40 and 32. Nets 38 and 34. Hornets 37 and 35. And then the Hawks 35 and 36. So. Uh, the East. Let's let's go to the uh, the odds to win the Heat. The East here at Bet Rivers. Nets still plus two seventy five. They're the favorite. Bucks plus three hundred. Sixers plus three fifty. Heat plus four hundred. Celtics plus six hundred. Raptors are fifty to one. I skipped over the Bulls here. The Bulls are twenty two to one. Uh, Cavs fifty to one. Hawks hundred to one. It's just tough because usually, you know, if you're one of these big time teams, usually the first round of the playoffs, you kind of get a buy. You know, you get one of these seven or eight seeds where they're not a threat. You take care of them four or five games. You rest up and you get ready for the next one. Uh, that's why I'm just not interested in the Nets here. Plus 275. Let's look at the title odds at Bet Rivers. They're plus 600 to win the title. And I might pick them over anybody individually in a series. It's just the mechanical parlay, so to speak, of, you know, you have to beat the Raptors to get in the play. And that's one leg. Then you have to win a round one series, maybe against Milwaukee. Then you have to beat maybe Philly. Then you have to beat whoever's left over on the other side of the bracket, whether that's the Heat or the Celtics. And then you have to go win a championship. So that's a four or five part process to cash your plus 600 to win it all. Uh, that's a three or four part process to cash your plus 275. Again, I don't want to bet against the ramp, but th those numbers... Uh, to me, with all the stages you have to go through here, if you're the Nets, are, are just enough to, to keep me away. But uh, the odds to win it all, I mentioned Nets are 600. 
uh, six to one. The the Suns are the favorite here at three to one. Warriors plus six fifty. They they've been a mess. It just doesn't seem like the Warriors. You know, Draymond's hurt, then he comes back. Now Steph's hurt. Can't count them out because they do have Steph, but Clay doesn't seem like he. You know, he's peak Clay. So I uh, don't love the Warriors there. Bucks plus six fifty is interesting. I'm not against that. This might be the time. Sixers are plus eight hundred. Eight to one of the Sixers. Maybe this is the time to buy on Philly. You know, everyone was head over heels about them those first few games with Harden. Uh, that honeymoon is kind of cooled off now. Maybe this is the time to buy. You know, in sports betting, you, you try to buy low and you know sell high. You don't want to buy. You know, they they get Harden, they look great. A lot of people say, oh, now I'm going to bet them. Well, that's the wrong time to bet them. The right time to bet them is when they're struggling. They lose a few games. Uh, had a bad loss in Toronto the other night. They, they've struggled here a little bit. Now haven't played terribly, but haven't been great. Maybe now plus eight hundred, uh, you jump in. That's not a terrible bet. Uh, Heat nine to one, Celtics twelve to one. The Celtics, like I said, have played great. Uh, then you get into Utah twenty to one, Memphis twenty two to one, Nuggets twenty five to one, Mavs thirty to one, Bulls forty to one. Mavs thirty to one is interesting too. You know, growing up, it, uh, you know, if you're in your thirties or if you're of a certain age, you just think of it as the West is the best conference and the East is kind of the JV. It's it's a little flip flop. It's finally, you know. All the stuff is cyclical to some point. Uh, the West is finally to the point where it's just not as good as the East, which is weird to say. It's weird to kind of recalibrate your brain to where uh, the, the West is kind of the weaker conference, but the West is more wide open. You know, you say, look at the Suns and say, eh, they don't have a great player. Paul and Booker are really good, but neither one of them is a top three, top five, you know, even a top 10 player probably, which is usually not the formula to win a championship. So you could poke holes maybe in Phoenix. I just mentioned Golden State's a mess. Um, so maybe you look at somebody in the West and say, you know what, I can find a sleeper like you know Dallas here, where they got you, they got Luca, they got a great player in, in Luca, and who knows, maybe he can carry them. Yeah, look, can they win the title? That would be a stretch, but at thirty to one, can they, can he carry them to a conference finals? Can he sneak them into a finals? Uh, not impossible, not impossible. So, uh, you know, a couple weeks here, finally, it's a long, long NBA season. You think about it, starts. What mid October, end of October, MLB playoffs are still going on. Not even before it's before the World Series, and it's just it's a long grind of a season. And we're finally in the home stretch here. Last ten games, I think April tenth is the final day of the regular season. Then, uh, then we get into the playoffs. So it's coming down the stretch here. It's a good time of the year between baseball starting here in a couple weeks, uh, NBA playoffs right around the corner. Then you get golf, the Masters, NHL playoffs, NFL draft. So. Weather's getting a little better. Days are getting a little longer. Uh, good times, good times ahead. Final four, Sweet 16 this week. So, good time of the year. A lot of fun. Good time to fund that Bet Rivers app. Uh, and like I said, go to betrivers.com. Check out all of their options. They do have a couple specials. I wanted to mention at Bet Rivers Sportsbook here that were interesting. Uh, I think one of them, you can get Degrom or Scherzer plus 220 to win the MVP. I'm sorry, to win the Cy Young. That's uh that's one of the local specials here, hometown discount. The Grom or Scherzer to win the Cy Young. You got two of the three favorites there. I, I might need a little more than plus two twenty, but uh, look, you're getting two of the three or four most likely guys. So that's one of them that's available. Another one I really think is interesting uh, with the Matt Ryan trade to Indy. They put up this special player to throw for more touchdown passes in the 2022 regular season. Matt Ryan versus Carson Wentz. Matt Ryan is minus one sixty seven. So uh, that's a fun one. That's kind of a fun one. That's, uh, you know, I would lean towards, you know, I think I would probably lean towards Ryan there just because Wentz 
has the injury fact the injury factor. He's always hurt. Uh, you know, whether it's ankle, whether it's one thing or another. Plus, Ryan is in a good situation. You have Taylor there. You can play action. So that's an interesting one at Bet Rivers. Uh, and then one for tonight. This is another special. Trey Young to record over 25.5 points and to make all attempted free throws versus the Knicks. Plus 180. Okay. That's not bad. Plus 180. Figure he should, you know, he gets up for the garden. He, I would think he'd go over 25.5. You're just basically betting on him. Will he make all his free throws? And he shoots free throws very well. So. Uh, that's one at least to think about. Again, Bet Rivers offers uh, a bunch of unique options, so check those out. And like I said, I do like the Knicks tonight, plus three and a half. Not a big bet, but a small bet. Uh, when we come back, Ryan Rostein of the Philadelphia CityCast and I will talk about the NCAA tournament, baseball, opening day, some futures in that market. That is next. This is the New York CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. No more football? No problem. Bet Rivers Sportsbook serves up tennis, soccer, hockey, college, and pro basketball, and more. Don't miss out on Bet Rivers' many daily specials or try your hand at live player props or same game parlays. No matter what you bet on, you can count on your withdrawal approval happening fast, with more than 80% of withdrawals approved instantly at Bet Rivers. Get started with life after football with the Bet Rivers app. Must be 21. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1 800 9 with it in Indiana. 1 800 Bets Off in Iowa. 1-800-522-4700 in Nevada. All right, earlier Ryan Rostin of the Philadelphia CityCast and I discussed the NCAA tournament, Major League Baseball, some of these free agent signings, the Yankees doing nothing, and more. Here's my conversation with Ryan. All right, so let's get right into it now. Uh, CityCast crossover edition with none other than host of the New York City cast, Will Hill. Will, let's uh, let's do it, man. How you been? I'm good, man. It's uh, it's a great time of year. You know, we had the first four days of the tournament, which are basically as good as anything when it comes to sports. And, you know, before you know it, you look up, I think we're 15, 16 days away from baseball. NBA is yes. thankfully winding down. O- only like, what, 10 games left in that. So uh, everything's in front of us. N- NFL draft is right around the corner. It's uh, It's a lot of fun. It's a beautiful time of year. It is. A beautiful time of year. Golf, you know, we start playing golf ourselves. Weather's getting masters. nicer, absolutely. It's funny how the weather affects your mood. You know, I think it was Friday. It was like 70-something degrees. Tournament was on. Uh, St. Yes. Patrick's Day was Thursday. It's amazing how much the weather it just makes you feel better. It does. You know, and with the sun staying out, you know, a little bit longer, hopefully permanently, I heard. But uh, nonetheless. All right, so where should we start? I mean... I do want to get to my Phillies, but we won't lead with that. All right. We won't lead with, with my Phillies. They're my Phillies now after a couple of signings. Amazing how that works. Uh, we have Nova and Michigan. You want to start with them? I also have a Nova futures ticket I want to talk about as well. But uh, wherever you want to start, man. What did you so get Nova at? 26 to 1. Ooh. You got and Nova 20. That Rivers now. Nova's 26 to 1, and you got Embiid at 50 to 1. You got some nice ones. You got a. Uh, I know. I know. You got some, uh, some, some money coming to you. You could at least. I don't know how you're going to handle that. You, I, if I were you, I would just take Michigan plus the points and just try to, you know, at least get something along the way. And if, you know what, you could hit them both. Villanova loses by, I think it's five and a half now. So if you, Villanova wins by five or less, you cash your ticket and you move on to the next round. I, that's probably how I would handle it. Uh, what's your approach going to be here? My approach is really, I should handle it that way. You bring up a good point. But, um, I mean, my approach was, I was debating on selling it, but I was like, you know what, let me ride this out at least one more game. Yeah. You know, if, if I feel like they can beat Michigan. I'm predicting them to beat Michigan. I'm not picking them to cover the number, but 
I just feel like Villanova is going to come out on the right side of things against this Michigan team. And if that's the case, then I may be able to sell it for like four or five times what I bought it in for. And that could be worth it. Yeah. I don't know. That's not terrible. And then they would get, I'm, I'm trying to think of the bracket. They, they get the winner of Arizona, Houston, right? Yes. Yeah. They would play that's, Arizona. That's a tough Houston, one. Yep. Yeah. That, that, that might be where the that's party is. That's a tough ends. one. You know what? But I, I feel like Nova can beat them. Either. Yeah. Anyone can beat them. We, we watch enough of this tournament. Anybody can beat anybody. Of There's course. No doubt about it. Absolutely. You're of right. course. Yeah. It just so, comes from a standpoint now. You got to, you know, that's a coin, a coin flip at best. You'll probably be an underdog. Get to the final four, probably be an underdog, probably be an underdog in the finals or thereabouts. So basically, you got to win three coin flips or worse. So it's hard. It, it's early to start hedging. I would just, you know, from your standpoint, I would probably just have a little, look, I don't know what you have the ticket for, but I would probably have a little bit on Michigan plus five and a half, get myself into the Elite Eight and then see where I'm at. I mean, I'll, I'll tell everyone what I have it for. I, 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 uh, 250. Ooh, that's not bad. That it's is not, not bad. $2.50 <laughs> times 26 equals, right. wow, you're looking yeah, at 54 about $80. bucks. There you go, 80 bucks. <laughs> not bad. No, it's pretty good. When did you pick that? Yeah, that's when things were going well. It's amazing how, how quickly things can change. But um, when did you we'll pick see. I'm going to hold on to that ticket. I have an Embiid ticket that I feel good about. So, you know. When did you have uh, Nova? When, did, when you... did I bet that? Yeah. Like February 18th. Oh, that's a pretty good number. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, they, they were 26. They were right around 25 to 27 to 1 for, like, basically the entire season leading all the way up until, uh, like, the end of the Big East tournament. Even in the Big East tournament, they were still showing that number. So That's pretty I good. I liked it with how That's wide open good. everything Now, you is. mentioned Embiid. Are you nervous at all about Jokic stealing the award, Giannis? I, I think Embiid will win it. Uh, I think Jokic has more of a case. Like anyone, the, the only people I disagree with are saying, "Oh, it's this guy, and it's not close." To me, it's really close. Jokic is unbelievable. Embiid's unbelievable. There's actually a scenario where Embiid wins the MVP, and if they really stick to the positions by All NBA, Embiid could finish second, uh, second team All NBA if they go by, you know, they they won't put him at forward, and then but he wins the award. It's crazy. I mean, they've both been yeah. great. I do think Embiid's going to win it. Uh, scale of one to ten, how nervous are you? I'm not that nervous scale one to 10, maybe a five, because here's my thing. I, it's not even about Embiid to me. It's about the narrative behind this award. Like I, I feel like the voters each year, they're telling a story depending on who they vote in to win MVP. And by voting in Jokic again, that then catapults Jokic into a different tier with his legacy. He then becomes a back-to-back NBA MVP award winner and I think that's that's a different level that you're now inserting him into as far as like history and player of all time and I just don't I know it sounds silly but I think this is a big factor I don't think the voters the majority of them want to deem him a, a consecutive MVP award winner do you agree or disagree yeah no it's fascinating because we sit here and, and handicap the MVP and I think a lot of us say you know, who's going to win, who should win. We, we look at it from our perspective of, of the stats, and it, you're really handicapping the handicappers. You're handicapping the voters and trying to get into their head, which is is tough to do. It's not always, you know, sometimes right on the money. Sometimes, you know, you use faulty logic and say, well, he's probably thinking this. Well, maybe he is, maybe he isn't. It's just so difficult. Uh, I, I, do, I do have a feeling that they're going to lean towards staying away from a back-to-back -back MVP. I don't think that's fair. It should be the yeah, most valuable player that year. Uh, and if you look at the team Jokic has around him, again, I can make a case for either guy. Uh, the team Jokic has around him is just a bare-bones unit. I mean, no Murray, no Porter. 
it's basically him and a bunch of, you know, G League guys, a bunch of backups that he's dragging to a playoff team. I mean, they could finish sixth or seventh in the West. It's not like they're a one or two seed and that might hurt him. But look, Embiid, it might be a three Embiid or a four did that seed. For the majority of the year. Yeah. No, he did, but he's got Maxi. Uh, Jokic doesn't have a Maxi. Now he has Harden. I mean, Jokic has had nobody. Jokic doesn't have anybody as good as Maxi. No, no. But like what you know, before Harden arrived, I mean to say Embiid had Maxi. I mean, fine, I'll. It's fair to bring up, but I mean that Sixers team was not very good. Not very good. But again, um, you know, Maxi's is a real. To me, I love Maxi, so I think Maxi no, is way better than anyone. I mean, who's Denver's second best player on some of these nights? It's really I, I wouldn't even know top of my head who, who their second best player would be. It's it's really yeah. a, you know a bad team. So again, I don't think it's crazy that Embiid. Uh, is going to get it. I, Boy, if I had to vote, I really don't know who I'd vote. I might actually lean towards Jokic here. I don't know. It's a toss-up <laughs> for me. It's a toss-up for me. I, I can't. Look, if, you, if you're if you going to tell me Embiid's the MVP, I'm not going to argue with you, but it, it's you. very close. Jokic is unbelievable. They both are. I, I And let me just say this, too. Like, I love Jokic. I think he is a stud. He's one of my favorite players to watch. I've been screaming about him for a few years. Like, I'm a huge fan of him. I still, after winning MVP and being this close this year, I still think he's underrated and overlooked. I really do. Yeah, he is. And they don't market him properly. You know, it's always about the New York teams, the L.A. teams, the big markets. I think because he plays in Denver, his games run late. I mean, some of the passes he makes, some of the passes he attempts are just, uh, just incredible. I think you're in good shape, though. I do think Embiid will win the award. Yeah, I, I just, right now, I think it would have to take an injury. I, I did say this the other day, too, when, and then we'll finish up the, like, Embiid MVP talk. You know, I was at the game Friday night, and I've been watching this team, obviously, every game, you know, throughout the year. Embiid's gassed. Yeah. Like, that that night off uh, last night against Miami, I, I didn't want that to happen because I wanted to see, you know, how they stack up and Miami's first-place team, but... I, I wasn't even that mad about it because he needed a night off, dude. And he needs some more nights off, to be quite honest. Yeah, he kind of faded last year in the playoffs. Now, is it the meniscus? Was it the knee? But he was not the same in that Atlanta series. He just wasn't, and it's amazing. I mean, they had, all they had to do was beat Atlanta. I mean, we've gone over the series before. I mean, they're up 2-1. They're up 17 in Game 4. They're up 25 in Game 5. They have Game 7 at home where they had a four-point lead in the fourth quarter. Uh, and think about it, That Atlanta team is barely making the playoffs. They're a 10 seed this year only because Beal's hurt. Otherwise, they'd miss the playoffs altogether. And that's, that's the team they couldn't beat. It's just uh, it's, inc- yep. it's incredible to go back and look at that series. And, you know, I, I don't know how much you trust Doc going into a playoff series. The, the Sixers, the uh, that sort of honeymoon period, that first few games with Harden and Bede, it's kind of worn off. That was a bad night against Toronto, bad loss against Toronto on Sunday night. Good win last night against Miami. Um, you know, it's funny. Yeah. It's betting the NBA. You know, sometimes you rest your starters. And the other team kind of takes a deep breath and says, all right, we don't have to play hard tonight. You look up and, and Sixers win the game by, what, six or seven points. I think they closed as like an eight-point underdog. Just They did. Hard to figure the NBA on night tonight. It's impossible. But, yeah, you're right. I think that's a really good point. Like, I loved I loved the Sixers plus eight last night because it's a, it's a lot of points in the NBA for still having Maxie out there and your role players. And, you know, they can step up for one game. Why not Maxi for most improved player? You know, Morant's always been a superstar. I think Maxi, that's another one where who knows what the awards voters are really thinking. Everyone just assumes it's Morant. The market assumes it's Morant. I'm not so sure it's Morant. Yeah, I, and I just don't agree with, like, Morant is right atop the odds board for MVP. If you have a top four to five guy in the MVP category, I don't think he's someone that should win most improved. 
just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, I totally agree. It's one or the other. Now, again, most improved is so vague. It's like comeback player of the year where they don't really define the award. So anyone can win it. But I saw Maxi like 150 to 1, 80 to 1 in some places. Uh, who knows what the voters are thinking? Yeah. No, it's, listen, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Maxi's, I think, uh, as deserving as, as anyone on that entire list. So He's really good. Um, he is really good. He really is. It's just the consistency level. He's still very young. So, um, you know, hopefully he can bring it when the lights are really on. So, all right. Do you want to switch gears to uh, some other, you know, college hoops talk? There's obviously all talk the lines about your, out at Bet Rivers. Your, I know we're a little early in the week. Yeah, no, we could talk about your beer league softball team you got with the Phillies there with Schwarber and Castellanos. And, I mean, you guys are going to be able to hit the ball. I don't know how much pitching you have, especially. What's the deal with Wheeler? Wheeler has shoulder inflammation or something? Dude, I don't even know. I mean, Yes. I do know, but it's just so vague. It's like, I talked about this the other night on WIP. I'm like, dude, yeah, you're a professional pitcher. Isn't shoulder soreness like come with the territory here? What are we doing? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I haven't followed it closely, but that's a concern, especially with the money they give them. They're going to be careful with them. So Philly's very top heavy. They're short. You know, look, if they get in a playoff series, and I think they should make the playoffs. I mean, everyone makes the playoffs now. It's 12 teams, it's expanded. They should. Uh, that's a good lineup. Wheeler, Noah, top of the rotation. That's dangerous, but they don't field the ball very well. I mean, Dombrowski likes to go all in on offense. He's like, you know what? Most of these guys will make most of the plays most of the time, so I'm not going to worry about defense. That's not usually a formula for a championship, but they should be able to hit. I mean, that's a good lineup. They're going to score a million runs in that tiny little ballpark with Schwarber, Castellanos, Harper. You figure Bohm will bounce back. I, I always like Bohm as a hitter. I'm surprised he you know, he did so poorly last year. They get yeah. Hoskins back. That should be a good offensive team, if nothing else. And even, I mean, you didn't even bring up JT Riamuto, yeah. who's who was an all-star last year, who's, I mean, always regarded as one of, if not the best catchers, all-around catchers, hitting everything uh, on planet Earth. And now he can really settle into a role where pressure's not on him. Even the guys that you brought up, Hoskins, even Baum, even Adubel Herrera, who might bat ninth, uh, who's no one special, but he's a guy that can smack 20 home runs in that ballpark, you know, so... Tough it's division. a tough lineup. Oh, tough division. I mean, the Mets have a lot of pitching. I'm really high on the Mets between Scherzer, DeGrom, and then Bassett is a third starter. And then the Braves. People kind of sleeping on the Braves. I mean, you're going to run out Morton, Freed, Ian Anderson. They get Soroka back. That's still a really good lineup. They replace Freeman with Olsen. That's a really uh, a good division. The Marlins have a ton of pitching. I don't think yeah. the Nationals are going to be very good. But that's that's three really good teams. I would say two really Two teams that could win it all, Mets and uh, Braves. Phillies are good. Uh, uh, you know, 84 and a half, I would lean towards the over there. Uh, that's what Me we're too. at, I think, at Bet Rivers. And then the Marlins have a ton of pitching. So it, it's a really, it's a very good division. Do you see any type of value on Phillies plus 450 to win the division? Mets are plus 135. Braves are plus 130. I would go with the Mets to win the division. Uh, if I were going to get to anything with the Phillies, it would be for the World Series. I just think they're outmanned. Over 162, the best team usually wins, and I think the Braves and the Mets are better. But in a playoff series, uh, let's just say Wheeler's fine, and you get Nola, who you know didn't have a great year last year. Some of the other metrics say he had, you know, he was a little unlucky with the you know batting average and play that kind of thing. You can yeah. that lineup and, and Nola and Wheeler maybe add a pitcher to the deadline. I think to win the World Series, the value. I'm trying to see what they're at now. What are they probably? They're 28 20 to 1. Yeah, I would go with the 28 to 1 over the division because, look, you get no playoff series with that pitching. Who knows? Yeah, they were just 35 to 1 before uh, adding Castellanos right there last week, last Friday night late. So some movement, considerable movement, 35 to 28 to 1 
um, you know, I would agree. I, I think that they should be looking to maybe move Hoskins for the right arm, but it's easier said than done. I don't know if that right arm out there is out there, if that if that arm exists, if you're trading Hoskins. Well, the A's and the Reds seem to be giving away their whole teams. I mean, it's not even it's not even April, right. and they're just trading everybody. So maybe you call about the, the A's about Montas or Manaya. Uh, Castillo's still there for the Reds. Maybe you can wait till June or July and pry one of these guys. But uh, it's a lot of fun. Like I said, a couple weeks away, it's, uh, it, it's so exciting. I know. I can't wait. And there is – there's legitimate buzz again in Philadelphia around this baseball team. So – Dombrowski did his job there, right? We're, we're not heading into this season with the mindset that we had a couple weeks ago, like, oh, here come the, the freaking Phillies again, 500, maybe. We'll see. There's legitimate excitement for baseball, so that's a positive. Absolutely. Yankees did absolutely nothing. I've been killing the Yankees. It's a joke. I, it's just such a joke what they've done. It's it's crazy. I mean, they act like they're the Royals or some small market team. It's just incredible. What's their win total at? They are 92 you know? and a half. Wow. 92 and a half, which I would lean over. I, I would lean over. I just think with Judge, Stanton, uh, Cole, that's enough to get you to 93, 94 wins. Barely. I don't if they think stay healthy. If they stay healthy, that's a good point. You know, they stayed healthy last year. So, uh, you know, can they stay healealthy two years in a row? That's definitely a concern. I think Severino's a big key. Getting LeMahieu to bounce back is a big key. They'll be in the mix like they always are. They'll be a playoff team, but you know, as far as far as winning a title, I just think some of these teams are better. I think Toronto's really, really good. All right, CityCast crossover here. Myself, Ryan Rothstein, and Will Hill, host of the New York CityCast. A lot happening, talking some baseball here. Obviously, a ton of college hoops. NBA is coming down the stretch. I wanted to bring up St. Peter's to you because I saw this at Bet Rivers. Just for St. Pete's to – now, not just. I mean, it's a, it's a miracle they've gotten this far. But to win two more games, they're 28-1 to win the region – is that something you look at, or do you prefer maybe even going money line at six to one against them against Purdue? I don't think they're beating Purdue. I think they've. I think this. Uh, you know, Cinderella clock, clock usually strikes midnight for Cinderella. I think the <laughs> clock is about about to strike twelve. It's a great story. The fact that they won a game, beat Kentucky, is incredible. To win a second game and, and you know get a week of of being the story of the tournament, being the darling of the tournament, is just incredible. But uh, you know, this I, I think this is where the ride ends. I think Edie and Ivy. That's a lot of talent. That's a lot of NBA talent. I think yeah. uh, eventually water seeks its level. I do think Purdue wins this game. I would actually lay the points here with Purdue. I agree with these Cinderella teams. The, I, I think the time off hurts them. Yeah, and plus you're not going to catch Purdue by surprise. You know, you're playing for a, a no. trip to go to, to the Elite Eight, so you're you know you, they're sitting there watching St. Peter's for a week. You're not going to Purdue's not going to overlook St. Peter's in this spot. Maybe Kentucky yeah. did a little bit. Murray was a different case. Murray, and look, beating Murray's not, you know, Murray's like a nice team, but beating Murray is not like beating Kentucky or Purdue. I think Purdue's yeah. going to have a week to study uh, St. Peter's. Now, look, they play good defense. It's a Princeton offense. So uh, there's some things that give you some trouble. I think Purdue can kind of overwhelm them here with talent. Yeah, St. Peter's, not the deepest team in the world. Obviously, a small conference. They have a shot blocker. They have, you know, bun uh, a bunch of um, – experienced in air quotes guys just juniors and seniors but nonetheless I, I would it's hard to predict them to to continue on this magic carpet ride I'm rooting for it but I don't know if I'm betting for it <laughs> yeah it's sometimes you know people want to uh want to bet what they want to root for and there's you got to be able yeah. to separate the two here yep exactly is there anything else that stands out to you Texas Tech Duke should be a good game that lines at one 
Uh, I think Arizona is going to beat Houston. I, I know I get under I get the love for Houston. Um, you know they're kind of a metric starling, but to me, uh, they don't face the same kind of competition Arizona does. I mean it's, it's different beating SMU and Cincinnati, and I think once you kind of get that scare like Arizona did and you survive that, I think you kind of get a second life. Uh, I do think Arizona marches on. I'm surprised that line is so low. You can get them at a pretty cheap money line at Bet Rivers. Uh, I would go with Arizona. Minus 124 for Arizona on the money line. Yeah, I would agree. I really want to see Duke Gonzaga in the Elite Eight. Boy, yeah, that would be uh, – they played, what I want to say, day after Thanksgiving, and that game was just like, you know, both teams were in the high 80s, something like that. That would be a lot of fun. That would be, uh, you know, pros all over the place, a trip to the Final Four. That would be a lot of great storylines. That would be a lot of fun. Is there anything in the futures market right now for the tournament that uh, catches your eye, Will, or not I really? I would probably just go game by game if I liked anything. I think Kansas's draw is incredibly easy. I mean, to get what they had with a, a beat-up Creighton team – uh, now they get Providence. They're an eight-point favorite. And then they get either Miami or Iowa State, which is incredible. One of those teams is one win away from a Final Four. It's just insane. Amazing. But, uh, yeah, I, I would think Kansas. I know you can still get Kansas. I think it plus money to go to the Final Four. I, I, that, that's one that – did they change minus it? Minus 175. Oh, it is, it's minus 175. Yeah. They're probably good for it. That's uh, that's a little steep. I thought uh, – maybe, maybe I read it wrong when I thought it was a plus sign on the other side of it. I mean, they should moved. be good for it. They should be good for it, but again, yeah. do you want to lay minus one seventy five basically on a two team money line parlay? You might be cutting it close there, but Kansas should be in the final four. If they're not in the final four, this is a disaster for them. Yeah, an absolute an absolute meltdown. Uh, I'll I'll run through the regions really quick. East region, Purdue's the favorite at minus one twenty one. Midwest, Kansas is minus one seventy five. Arizona for the South region plus one fifty five. Houston two to one. Villanova plus two twenty five in the South. West region, Gonzaga, the heavy favorite right now at minus 250. Texas Tech, plus 425. Duke, plus 450. Yeah, I think most of those, you're probably just better off going game by game. Duke, plus 450 yeah. is interesting, but you figure they'll probably be, what, five, six-point underdog against Gonzaga. So, again, just go money line, roll it over, and bet the money line again. Yep, there you go. All right, man, anything else that we should bring up? NBA futures? I mean, that's it, man. everything here. That, that's it. I think we covered it. It's uh, We'll yeah. be in touch in the next couple of weeks. I'm going to have a lot to talk about between baseball, NBA playoffs. It's all kind of all kind of in front of us. The Masters pretty soon. It's a good time of year. Great time of year. Make sure you're subscribed to uh, both of the CityCast here, New York and Philadelphia. Plenty more coming out the rest of the week and obviously each and every week on all of the pod platforms. Will, have a great day, man. All right, we'll do it again soon, buddy. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. All right, thank you guys for listening. Thank you to Ryan Rothstein. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll have Jason Weingarten on to talk about some baseball, some baseball futures, and everything he's betting. Uh, so we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Enjoy the games. Thank you to Bet Rivers. Remember to download the Bet Rivers app. Go to Bet Rivers Sportsbook. This is the New York City Cast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. <laughs>